This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Okay. It's just a beaver. Oh, that's who this is. This, this is this is the the beaver. This is Justice Beaver. Yes, a crime fighting beaver. Yeah. You know, I could have completed that joke. We could have done it well if you hadn't been so. If you had more faith in me, do it again. <laughs> yes, that's Justice Beaver. Who's Justice Beaver? Crime fighting beaver. That's what it sounds like when two men have sex. Pissing in a bucket at a hotel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, who isn't pissed in a bucket? Yeah. Show of hands. I mean, just just so you know, in our audiences, there's no hands that are up. I pissed in an old taco Everyone's cup last night. Pissed in- <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I was right in the middle of a hand. I had to piss super bad. You're right so in the middle like, of a ham? Is that what you hand. said? I was playing poker, <laughs> online poker. Oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant like you were in the middle of <laughs> No, no, I could and I couldn't like like I mean I should have just, you know held it, but I was being lazy. I'm not the kind of guy who pisses in bottles. <laughs> yes you okay. are. I mean there's been times, you know. Sure. Well, there's been times for everybody. Who hasn't done it? Can girls piss in bottles? Um I don't know. How wide is the bottle? <laughs> well, it's not like a mason jar, but it's like a. I mean, like, like a, like a, like because a dude can pee in a two liter if they're on a road trip. Yeah, yeah. But can a put, woman do that? Yeah. I mean, you have to leave a little bit of gap for the air if you're pissing a two liter, or else it'll burp and spray like piss mist back back piss in your face. Mist. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Piss mist. There you go. Have you ever? Have you ever? You, I mean, you've pissed in a two-liter bottle before, right? I have. Yes. Okay. So you know, you get your, like everything right up to it. Yeah. And you're doing it. Yeah. Well, certain certain time it becomes. Well, you don't flip. You don't the, the the head of the penis. You don't put it flush against the bottle. Is what you're saying. Well, you you put it against the bottle, but not all the but way. Not flush. an aiming thing. No, no, but, yeah. certainly not an aiming thing. I mean, that's a pretty... <laughs> that's a foolish man's game. Yeah. So that I mean, is... I used to I used to bullseye womp rants on my T-16 back on tattooing all the time, but I don't know if I could hit that mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's just... Weird. I was trying to see... Look, look, we haven't done this in a while. So uh, does Matt know... Matt on pop culture, is that... Exactly, the yeah, the yeah. segment, yeah. Well, so I'm pulling up uh, Google Play's music. Now, this is the top five songs overall. For right now. For this yeah, yeah. For this moment, yeah. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll cut just... We'll cut the What beeps. about this moment now? <laughs> Have they updated? Um, <clears throat> so I recognize three of the artists on here. And I've heard of one other. 
Um, but we'll play him and we'll see if you can guess him. How about that? Sure. Just for, for pisses and giggles. Because I, I really wanted to do... I wasn't sure if we should do a lighthearted episode or a super heavy episode. Because there's some super heavy stuff out there. <laughs> it just came in. Seriously. Off the wire. Okay, so I guess Matt's going to do cue cards now. He just wrote down on a pad. I don't know if you could hear him scribbling. He wrote down on a pad and then held it up to me. As if... I, I thought it was something he wanted me to talk about. Yeah. And... No, no, no. The, I would like you to address that issue, though, if you don't mind. <laughs> Can you? It just says Addison equals fag. Well, it says Degeneracy 101 <laughs> at the top. Might be the tonight the title of tonight's episode. Degeneracy 101, yeah, that's right. Introduction to Degeneracy. Yeah, tremendous, fantastic. Yeah. Um, see, see, uh, see the information page at Vassar College for uh, Vassar Degeneracy College. 101. Is it a thing? It's a, it's a liberal think tank. So a college. It's a, it's, it's, I mean, it's a, yeah. Well, before we get serious, let's, let's, okay. okay. So here's the top five songs. I'll just start playing and you tell me when to stop, I guess. I've heard of this artist. Um, oh, yeah. This is, uh, I forget the. This sounds awful, by the way. And he has some stuff I like. Yeah. This is, uh... Well, he hasn't said nigga yet, so it's not Kendrick Lamar. I know that. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar is good. I like Kendrick Lamar. This is, uh... He's, he... You know, he, he, I told you he's on, uh... No More Parties in L.A. on Life of Yeah, Bible. yeah, which was one of my least favorite tracks on that album. <laughs> Don't uh, be rude. This is... Don't be rude. This is... No, this is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is Michael this Jackson. This is... No, 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 no. This is Mushroom Machine. The song The song is Do It. Mushroom Machine by... Do, do It by Mushroom Machine. Yeah. Or, parentheses, Girl, G-R-R-L. Uh. Am I right? No. Oh, who is it? It's Bruno Mars, um, and the, the name of the song is "That's What I Like." I don't know. I yeah, guess he's singing. About honestly, what he likes. okay. So Bruno Mars has been like a thing for Which, uh, so three or four years now. I, what I like to do is rename songs based on their content, uh-huh. and the song that's titled for me "That's What I Like" is just that song where it's like ass and titties, ass, ass and titties. Is that him? No. Oh, I was making a joke that I wouldn't have to make a whole song about what I like. Uh, honestly, Bruno Mars has been a, th- a thing in pop culture for the past three or four years. I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I could not. I did not know by the voice that that was Bruno Mars. That's his voice. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Well, kind of characteristic, I guess. Anyway, so that was number one. Here's number two. This is probably not going to sound like his other stuff. I like some of his stuff too, but you're not going to know who this is. Like a nigga don't dance, but he make moves. They fuck around, now a nigga gotta shame you. I'm shameless, I be rocking on my chains too. They tell me, boy, I think the money starts to change you. Lord save you, Lord save you. Remember um, through the city in the same shoes. Now I'm gonna I, I don't know. Uh, is it is it uh, passion fruit? <laughs> the rapper? <laughs> is that who it is? Am I close? No. Is it um, random beats? It, 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 well, is it the same trap snare that isn't every single uh, rap song ever? <laughs> In the last three years, but yes. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why I only listen to the old stuff, man. Dr. Dre and Eminem. Yeah. It's occasionally some Jay-Z, but every time he comes on on my shuffle, I'm like, Illuminati shill. 
my podcast, my, my my podcast, but my hip hop, my rap, is so much older than yours. You like you don't even know. By old about school. ten years, yeah. By about thirty. Well, no. By about thirty. Bringing it all back home by Bob Dylan, nineteen sixty four is the very first hip hop <laughs> rap album. Check it out. Subtraining Homesick Blues is the first rap song ever written. It is the first hip hop. Well, it maybe was, we'll listen to that. It was hip hop before, thirty years before. Oh, is this uh, is this uh, Kid Cudi? No, this is the dude who's in the Kit Kat commercials, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't watch commercials. Chance the Rapper? <clears throat> no, it's not. That's a good guess, though. Oh, but I don't watch because you know I like how he tells them what they. What... I never see commercials now. Pretty much. You know, I had YouTube bread for a minute, and it wasn't actually that bad. But I mean, it it's, is it's, expensive. It's kind of nice. Um, well, it's it's bundled with my uh, Google Music. Oh, it's the only gotcha. reason I have it. Gotcha. When they came out with it, they're like, "Well, if you have Google Music, you get YouTube Red." Yeah. I was like, "Okay." I wouldn't pay for it, like, just to have no ads on YouTube. I just yeah. watch them. No, it's that. Well, is, it also lets you do an offline playlist, and yeah, it does a couple things. But um, that's future. This is part of the podcast is brought to you by YouTube Red. That's right. YouTube Red. Why not? <laughs> YouTube Red Because who doesn't have money to throw away yeah. um, This is Future And the track is coming out you, strong YouTube, YouTube Red uh, Or four minute unskippable ads That's right um, Yeah coming out strong featuring The weekend. This is the next one on the list Well there's no wonder I could. I didn't know what it was It's it's Wednesday night It's not the weekend It's not the future either Oh Ho! Double jokes! It is now. It is now. I can't high five you because it's the future now, though. Well, sorry. You may recognize the no, one this is, featuring this is, artist. This is Chris Martin. Yes, it That's is. That's Chris Martin. That's good. Okay. Cold That's a play. half a point. You're not going to know. Who, by the way... Uh, on, Great artist, Chris Martin. Yeah, I, I really like Coldplay. I like, I, well, I, I like, like his lyrics. Too. Have uh, you heard uh, f- uh, Sky Full of Stars? No. That's the last thing they did that I really, really liked. But yeah. uh, what's that song? What's that album that has like yellow on it and all that stuff? That That's a great album by Coldplay. I don't, I don't know their album names. But yeah. It's, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I got half of it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you did. I'm guessing a female singer comes in next, right? Well, maybe up to the generic pop beat. Oh, Matt's actually not in his head. Look at look at Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. Culture. I'm sorry. I forgot to take my Parkinson's medication earlier today, so <laughs> that's what that might be a little bit. You, you're, you're no, not. dude, I realized I, I started thinking about Parkinson's because there's a, a an employee, I won't even say male or female, but there's an employee at work who has the shakes quite a bit. Yeah, because they're an alcoholic. Sure. And, and then I realized, and then I was like, oh, yeah, alcoholic. I was like, yeah. that's, that's right, that'll do that. They probably haven't had any alcohol that morning yet. Yeah, it's Coldplay right there. But that that is uh, the Chainsmokers and Coldplay. The title of the song is something just like this. Mm-hmm. It's funny that the only one, well, that second one coming out strong by Future was the only, the only, the only title song where the title of the song seems to indicate something more than something generic. Because mm-hmm. the first one, that's what I like, and then this one, something just like this, yeah. seems, seems kind of breathy. Okay, so here's the next one. I don't know who this person is, but I, all I do is see their name everywhere. I, so they must be the cast meow. I, 
I don't know. The club isn't the best place to find the lovers of the bar is where I go. Me and my friends sat at the table. Reminds me of Jason Mraz. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that in it. I can definitely understand that. I don't know. Who is it? Who is it? It's Ed Sheeran. Oh, is that the is that the really is that the ginger? It is the ginger. Yeah. Who does that one song of uh <laughs> yeah, that song. Yeah, that song. No, I know that song. Yeah. Uh this is yeah, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. And then here's the last one. You're not gonna know this one either. Oh, your poopy internet pooped on us. Good. Let's be done with that. Um We gotta do the last one. We did we did the top five. All right. But you're not gonna know what it is. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Boy, I've been broke as hell, cast a check and bounce back. D Town LAX, every week I bounce back. You can probably guess the name of the track. Oh, nobody always on the fucking job. I got no hobbies. Got the city fucking with me because I'm home. Grown vibing out more than my phone. No, leave me alone. Me on my own. No, Look, I cut the bitch off like an edit. My daddy is G is genetics. I heard your new shit is pathetic. Your contrast should be shredded. To my dogs that's, on the that's... private jet from the public house. And I kept it. This is from that song, right? This oh, Panda by Designer? Yeah. That's sampled on Life of Pablo? No, it's not. Oh. It's not that artist or that song. Well, it's the same thing. I don't know what he was. Who was it? This is Big Sean. The, is there a big problem with fake asses in rap music? <laughs> like you have to smack it in order to make sure it's real? Because it used to be like just breasts could be fake. Can we use it as an excuse to smack asses? That's what I'm saying. Then yes, there is a big problem. It's an epidemic. With my girl that's beauty in the beast uh, bounce back to this. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> what was the song that you said was the first rap song? I'm gonna see if it's on Google Play. Okay, uh, promotional considerations and <laughs> provided by Google provi- Music. Provided by Cullen Wilson. <laughs> Cullen Williams. That's Williams, right. I'm Wilson. And when we get uh, a copyright letter, um, we'll just forward it to Cullen. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, Bob Dylan. Oh, I can play. Hold on. Subtraining Homesick Blues. And you might not find it on YouTube because he's very stingy with the licensing. Can't can't beat it. Subterranean Garden. Subterranean Homesick <laughs> Blues. Mm-hmm. This is from Run the Jewels 3. You like Run the Jewels? I do. Yeah. yeah. Are they the only rap group currently making music that you like? Yeah, kind of. Like Kanye yeah. West? Yeah. Yeah. Have you listened to any Chance the Rapper standalone? No. You may like some of his stuff. No. He does the same thing that Kanye West does where he kind of speaks in a lot of religious sort of metaphors and stuff. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm, I'm good. You, you, I'm okay. good. Okay, Subterranean Homesick Blues. Here we go. Listen to his voice. Listen to the cadence. Listen to the subject matter. Drugs. 
Welfare. Running from the popo. Someone trying to cheat you at your stacks? Right, right there. You remember those days though when you could join the army if you got in trouble? Yeah. I don't I don't I don't feel like that's a thing anymore, is it? Like if you get in some trouble, will judges say you can join the army or go to jail? No. Is that still a thing? No. When did that stop? Like ten years ago? I don't know. Nine eleven. <laughs> Hold on. One more verse. So, okay. Now, we have a blues underpinning in the guitar, right? Yeah. But we have a very gospel, and it's it's beat-driven. This is not guitar-driven. This is not... Even drum driven, but it's 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 the music is is arranged in such a way as it follows a beat. Yeah. Okay. Like cadence. Away. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm thinking beats like in you know fat beats, you know, <laughs> <coughs> as opposed to a drummer in the background. So if a rap and, group were to sample know, that song in a rap song today, rapception, you'd be. <laughs> yeah. You'd be down. Um. So but so but, message but, to. Big Music Illuminati, mm-hmm. all you got to do to get Matt tuned back in again, Yeah, sample Bob Dylan. I'm sure they're really worried about whether I'm tuned back in again, right. or with all the money I spend on their products and their albums and their music and right. things like that. Yeah. Mm. And the accoutrement and of their their television shows and everything else. Uh, but okay, so in that song, you have themes of crime, um, running from- A downtrodden life. There's there's this idea that the man is out to get you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, you know. Black folks, man. It's The subject matter is, is very similar. Uh, if not the same themes, um, you, you, you're talking about, uh, yeah, the man trying to come to get you, um, you know, the the music and and his delivery, which in that that's track number one off off that album, which I postulate was is while being one of my favorite albums is one of the albums that kind of undid the musical revolution and turned it into a revolution by party mm-hmm. um, or by you know having a big party you can change the world, which is a false idea um but but it was bob dylan using the electric guitar for the first time and that was when he went from uh in 1964 that's what and it was a big deal of him having an electric guitar on his album right because up until then and people don't remember why it was such a big deal but the reason why it was a big deal i don't know why was because bob dylan started out his career wanting to be woody guthrie 
Now, Woody Guthrie was a, a protest singer of the 1930s and 40s who was singing about the Depression and about the Dust Bowl and about poor farmers. Um, you know, um, my Oklahoma woman blew, blew away. Like, mm-hmm. he's, you know, it, his his music is, is iconic as as screw you government. Right. You know, uh, he was very leftist. He, he, he also talked a lot about, you know, workers unions and stuff like that back when workers union was a thing that could have worked. Right. You know, as opposed to now, it's a it vote it's a it's playing a, machine. Well, it's a it's a power of of the bureaucracy to it's 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 a tool of bureaucracy to keep power consolidated to a, a small minority of people and control votes. Mm, yes. Anyway, but at the time, so he goes electric, and he goes from being the protest singer, talking, being an entertainment singer, to being rock star. It goes from Bob Dylan with just a guitar and harmonica to Bob Dylan behind. The glasses with the afro and followed around by all the starlets and stuff like that, you know. Right. And it's when Bob Dylan. Well, who doesn't want starlets? It's, Matt? it's when Bob Dylan goes from being roots singer, who after his concert, after his concerts, people stand around in groups talking about politics. Sure. To Bob Dylan with groupies, Bob Dylan the pop star. Right. Well, see, I know, I have no doubt that the that that the very first moment that we're famous. And a starlet shakes her ass at you and says, "Oh, I'm gone. Yeah, no, and, it's, and it's says, game over. and says, that's all I want. Come on, you know, nine eleven was not a setup. You'll be like, be you'll like, be like, what totally 9/11? wasn't. That's exactly, yeah. Nine <laughs> eleven. Who is that? Yeah. Your room number? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I've I I didn't know that they had a nine hundred and eleven inch bus line, my dear. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even. Uh, yeah. Yep, all policy would be out the window at that yeah, point, uh, I mean, as, as Matt uh, chased his eternal demon. Yeah, and that's why uh, I hope I never get did money. Did I say whiskey or starlets? <laughs> well. Boom. I'm, whiskey? You, you, you know nothing about me. It's rum, yeah. 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 Matt is a Captain Jack Sparrow at heart. Anyways, welcome to Give That Some Thought. You mean Sailor Jerry? <laughs> or an Admiral Nelson? Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show where we're just sober enough to uh, to spot the corruption. Yeah. I uh, found that out this week when we were chatting back and forth. Um, I got the sleepies because those two margaritas, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> trying to think here. What? Uh, how was your week? Doing anything interesting? Doing anything exciting? Uh, dinner with my mom Monday night. That's uh, right. That's right. You told decent, me about that. Uh, Decent night, nice night. Uh, you sent me restaurant. pictures of your blanket fort that I won't put up well, because they're so well, potato-ish. I'm leaving. It, I'm getting to that. Okay. Um, so, you know, Mass Effect Andromeda is a game that just came out that uh, I was... I'm familiar. The gamers at work have been all... Looking forward to it. Coming and, in super tired, you know, because you know, they're irresponsible when there's a video game see, out. I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that because I would rather not feel terrible the next morning. Um. Anyway... Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda was coming out, or had had come out. I was finishing up Mass Effect Three, the definitive playthrough for me. Um, uh, Dano, who's a friend of the show, was mm-hmm. you know every day I'm getting a text from him. Have you have you finished it yet? Have you started Andromeda yet? Anyway, so I was going to have a, a, a camp out in the <laughs> living room. Well, camp in, if you will. So basically, Monday night, well, my mom and I, I went to Cano's. Uh, Fantastic place had too, some by the way. Great Brazilian food. Wasn't I, that good? I came home s- more stuff than I've been since Thanksgiving. They have the meat parade. I, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I've told you about it. We went there actually for Dano's birthday a couple years mm-hmm. back, 
And uh, for those that don't know, I, I don't, it's not buffet style, but I don't know what you would call it. But they bring it by the table, yeah. and they just bring by an unlimited supply of the meat dishes, mm-hmm. and they'll just say, "Would you like some more sirloin? You know, doused in parmesan, or yeah. would you like some more bacon wrapped? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is." Yeah. And and it's just all it's all dishes like that, and they're all mm-hmm. amazing, and yeah. they're great. And they'll even I don't know if you and your mom did this, but I went there for a bachelor party one time. That's where we were doing dinner beforehand. About four or five guys, and they will they will cook something specific for the table. So we'd be like, "Oh, we really like that." And then if we kind of all agreed that we wanted the next steak or the next whatever, like medium or medium yeah, rare, yeah. they'd bring it out that way. Yeah, it, it, that place is fantastic, man. Anyway, we went there, and uh, I we came home. Uh, I came home just absolutely stuffed to the gills. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I mean, there was meat coming out of my ears, mm-hmm. um, and meat going into your. My kids are listening. Where would the meat go? Go, just go ahead, man. Well, I'm not going to get the chance to edit this. It wouldn't go. I mean, it would go. It goes in my head. I mean, right. it goes through my mouth. Yes, that's how it I does. normally eat meat. Yes, that's how most people eat meat. Yeah, but were, were you, it seems like maybe you were alluding to something that's not the head. There's a lot of orifices. Continue. Finish dinner with your mom. I couldn't imagine like snorting meat would be something that you would like. <laughs> that's not a proper way. Maybe to Maybe meat pro- ground up some somehow. I don't know. Huh. Huh. <sighs> I'll, we should, I'll, I'll think about it and get back to you. Okay. Anyway, so we should get some cocaine for the next episode. A hard pass, but I would like to you see. To, I would like to see you do my share although, of cocaine. Although, wait, so I do my share and your share? Yeah, and then just annoy the piss out of you and our audience. Well, I think you'd just be angry. Like it would just be literally you. You like, think you think cocaine would make me would just bring me to my angry self? You know Alex Jones <laughs> when he's at his angriest. Do I know Alex? Like di- dial know, that I, up actually, to fact, eleven. Alex, uh, he's in the other uh, room no, here, but Matt. No, he's wanna... a, no, he's on the couch. He's watching. He's watching Comedy Central I right know, now. No, but he can like South Park is on. That's his favorite show. Don't need. You're, you're welcome. Okay, Alex, that's fine. Stay. No, I actually, actually, he's already getting up. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> the globalists and the the new oh, world Jesus, order, dude, and, and right. here's here's Start the deal. The globalists here's the all, deal. All, right off the bat. Well, Matthew, into it. The thing that we've been doing over at Infowars.com is we've been doing some 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 uh, an expose of the globalists for the last ten to fifteen years. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal: Trump is going to drain the swamp, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> He's going to drain the swamp. These people are demons, and they're sick people. Okay, and Trump is going to save us from. Okay, thank you, Alex. Thank you. We've had enough. Thank you. Go back to Comedy Central. I mean, he hangs out at the studio a lot. and gets bored over at Infowars. I don't know. Well, I mean, Infowars, like, they have a very clear no-pot policy there. Yeah, well, so he comes over here to get high yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah makes does. sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's why, I, that's why I come over here. Yeah. So you think cocaine would turn me into Alex Jones? That is what it you're dialed up to 11, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it would. Because <clears throat> I think there'd be, I mean, I do think there'd be an, ele- an element of... If it was good coke, not mm-hmm. cut, you know, which you probably couldn't even get in this godforsaken city. Yeah, it's probably half baby powder, sure. Yeah, but you, if if it was good coke, I think I think there'd be an element of euphoria. From what I understand, that that is something that is more so present in good coke. From what I understand, from yeah, what sure, I understand. Absolutely. yeah, sure. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying is, uh, uh, so that would probably. I think that would keep me from being angry. Now, I think mm-hmm. I'd be over the top and in, and in your face a little bit more, like sort of a swagger yeah. that was sort of an egocentric kind of element. You and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's don't that, com- you on coke. Don't that's what be rude. Be, you on coke. <laughs> don't be- <laughs> like that's what it would take. You'd have to be on cocaine to be like that. Yeah, sure. You'd probably interrupt a lot and like derail what I'm saying with rabbit trails. You're yeah. being rude. You would probably do. You're you being would rude. Probably do that a lot if you were on cocaine. Your but only if you're on is can- cocaine. Oh, like if I was telling a story about what I did, like Monday night, 
and then all of a sudden we had a like we started talking about drugs. Like that's what that's you would probably deal with the conversation like that. That's probably what would happen. <laughs> Look at him. He's sitting there. He's pouting now. He's looking at DVDs on the shelf behind him. Oh, that's steel. Yeah, he buys a uh, he buys a lot of DVDs and then just never, never. Yeah. Anyway, Addison, come back to Go me. Ahead, man. Come back to me. Be angry. It's your show. It's fine. Uh, okay, so Monday night, go to Tacanos. Okay, nice food. Come home. I'm 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 stuffed. I'm just okay. Meat coming out all my orifices. Lay on the couch for like 45 minutes, because that's what you do, you know. And uh, decide to myself, you know what would be fun? A blanket fort. It's been about five years since I've made a blanket fort, Addison. And so I went to Walmart and I bought some twine and I... Uh, Wait, you... Oh, oh, hold on. I'm back. You... <laughs> you... I thought... You made thought a special if, trip for this? I thought. I thought me saying... It's been about five years since I made a blanket for it would bring you back, but no. This no, is no okay. I know the way that you live and the way that you are, but <laughs> you you made a special trip yeah. to get items to procure a blanket for it. Well, I wanted to get some, like, snacks and energy drinks and, like, <laughs> like you know, like, really, I, I needed supplies. I didn't realize you were 11. Yeah, no. So I, I went to Jason, knocked on the door, and I was like, hey, Jason. Can I have the truck can to I- go buy supplies for a blanket fort? Yes, based in so many words, yes. God yeah. bless America. And this is like about 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. Jeez, you know they say the populace is asleep and don't don't realize what the mainstream is doing? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine why. Yeah. My <laughs> God. So, so, went to Walmart, found some- Gosh, how did a man like Trump get elected? Oh, I don't know. We were busy building blanket forts. Yeah. Found some real cheap- Found some real cheap, like, twine. And yeah, then I was for gonna, the blanket for it. I was going to buy, like, a giant, like, flat bed sheet. But then, then I went by, as I was looking for the twine, I go through the arts and crafts. And there's a sewing department there. Oh, my God. You bought... Of <laughs> I bought God. bolts of, of you black You didn't even use cloth. a blanket you had. Well, I had... You, you want, bought I, black I used, cloth. What are you going to do with that? Oh, save it for the next blanket for it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I had one giant blanket that I had, like, one giant bed sheet. <laughs> See, the key to a good blanket fort is to use your lighter... <laughs> Tell us, Matt. What your, is the key to a good blanket fort? Your light blankets and sheets on the top, <laughs> okay? And your God. heavier blankets uh, around uh, the sides. Pylon of independent journalism here. Pardon us while we discuss the best techniques for a blanket fort. Anyway. So, so if you... If you if we'll you, do it live! <laughs> if you, F it! If you look at the mic stand behind you, you see there's a bit oh, of Oh, you used our... Okay, sure. I Tripod mic, equipment. I use the mic stand as a weight... To keep like the 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 yeah any on the other side of the couch anyway so yeah I had it uh, from where the TV is to where the couch what is. what is wrong with you I had it from the the so the much. cat castle like hanging off the cat castle yeah I had, I had the whole couch slash television area covered in a blank giant blanket and before this I had brought my full size mattress out to the living room pushed the coffee table over put the mattress down and then uh, yeah. And then played some some Mass Effect, and uh, smoked a little bit, and had some had an energy drink, and then fell asleep watching Star Trek Voyager, which literally when I was twelve, my favorite show, twelve thirteen. So basically, you were twelve Monday night. I, I, yeah, exactly. I was I was having a PB and J and some Cheez Its <laughs> under my blanket porch, watching my favorite shows. Oh my god. Anyway, 
So I had planned to keep the blanket fort because that was Monday night. I'm off Tuesday as well. I had planned to keep the, this just Matt's den of filth and debauchery going um, through the next day. Wake up at about uh, 10.30 the next day. Sun's out, you know. <clears throat> Whole living room is lit up, but I'm encased in my blanket fort of darkness. So, you know, I'm sleeping nice and comfy cozy. But I wake up to... And the cat is hanging through the top of the blanket fort between where there's two sheets. Literally hanging, her head and her front paws hanging down. So, because she was trying to jump all over it, over the top, I had to pull it down, and I had to pull down Fort Hume. But, uh, yeah. It was fun while it lasted. It's uh, It's been a solid five years since I built a blanket fort. Unbelievable. It needs to be another solid before you do another one. And hopefully you're dead by then. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Such vitriol. Such hate. Such big. You know, I'm known as the guy around work now to. uh, You have more hate than a leftist right now, bro. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Not that much. (laughs) Behave yourselves. Um, No, I. uh, um, I'm known as the guy around work. I'm like. One of my bosses was making fun of me the other day, and they're like. They're like, oh, I'm Edison, and I hate everything that nobody else, that everybody else likes if I don't like it. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what? If, ooh, I mean, that's everybody. Gosh, I've never heard that before because yeah. you and you and Dan have been making that joke at my expense for ten years now. Literally ten years, Dan has been calling me an energy vampire. You realize that? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just as untrue today as it was then. Well, well, do you think I'm an energy vampire? No, no. I don't. Because energy vampires are real. <laughs> I, well. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, it's like I fed you the derail. <laughs> I mean, okay. Gnostic religion talks about the archons, right? Which are the evil force in this universe that are keeping oh, us trapped God. in the control matrix of. Oh, I wanted to uh, say this for like church, last Which minutes. is the, uh, the, the Earth Matrix prison planet. Yeah. Uh, and supposedly the Archons. The prison, uh, the, yeah, prison planet. Yo, yo, it's also a website run by Alex Jones. The, the Archons. Keep it down. We won't, don't want him to come back over. The Archons feed on our negative energy. That's why they cause oh, all God. the problems on Earth. Right? Okay. Uh, also, Scientologists believe. Whatever you say, Hubbard. Scientologists say, believe yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Uh, only they call him the evil Lord Xenu. Um, yeah. Anyway. And do you believe that? Uh, no. I'm not, I'm not Gnostic and I'm not a Scientologist. I don't believe in the Archons. Although I do think that there is a negative energy and a negative force in this universe that does perpetuate negativity and perpetuate lies, deceit, falsehood, strife, envy, anger. Yeah, but can individuals harness that, right? Can yeah, I have absolutely. so much of that that I can do that to people around me? Absolutely. So it's the same thing, huh? Yeah. So energy vampires. I mean, or... <laughs> At least, at least a, a person who's a dick going along spoiling everybody's nice time. Okay. At least that. Okay. Not saying you specifically, but those people do exist. Right. And maybe that you know, it's not. I, I don't think I'm that their... person. I I am incredibly open. I'm I'm incredibly. Uh, I I've, I fashion myself as somebody who can have a conversation with somebody about anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. But if you bring things, but see, here's the problem though. And I'm trying to maybe I'm trying to split hairs here by making this not sound narcissistic because mm-hmm. I don't want it to because that's really not what I think is the core of where I come from. But it's like if you bring up sports, I'm going to remark that I think sports is stupid. They're overpaid and it's a waste of time and energy that's yeah. put into it. Yeah, because that's what I believe. Yes. Okay. And that doesn't mean 
that doesn't mean that I'm just saying, yeah, I don't like it, so it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know what I mean? And that's what I get thrown in my face. But and that's a great example is the sports. Here's the thing. We, we, you, we right? live in a, in a day and age where bluntness mm-hmm. is is taken as an offense. Now, now, follow me on this one, okay? Okay. So, we live in a day and age in which your personal interests, i.e., what you had for dinner, okay? Whatever I'm interested in. The, My the, phone for the, the, the photo of your dinner at the restaurant that you put on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. The clothes you make, the selfies you take, the, your 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 Facebook statuses. Okay, I status only post updates. libertarian memes to okay. social media. The the that that kind of stuff is taken as the summation of you of you, and right. your, the center of your self worth. Right. What other people believe about you, and what other people think about you, and the things you choose to engage in, not your personal character, not your uh, genuine accomplishments. Right. Not the good you've done bef- in this world For versus society the evil. or other people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not the sacrifices you made or or the the challenges you've overcome. Right. Okay. It's not those things. It's your perception and the way people perceive you. Using, okay, the um the mode of your interests. Yeah. So to to the average Joe being a huge uh Chiefs fan, right? Kansas City Chiefs fan. Right. Who's super into uh, you know, who's he, what's it, or whatever. <laughs> right. If you say football is dumb and football is rigged, they're going to take offense to that because they equate their self-worth with their interests and hobbies mm-hmm. as opposed to equating their self-worth with their character, their accomplishments, and and the the things that they've overcome in their Which life. Which I would argue we should do, right? And isn't that the, kind of the point yes. you're making? We should yeah. do that yeah. for everybody yeah. because it doesn't matter – and even on a deeper level, like we talk about on this show all the time, <laughs> that that goes further uh, into you know who you sleep with and and you know what what you teach your kids about the Clinton Foundation, mm-hmm. right? Like it doesn't it doesn't yeah. matter. It's it's you know what you've done and and who you are is how I should view you as a person. Yeah, yeah. right. So, but we live in a, in a society that's incredibly superficial, right? And so, like we 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 base who we want to date on. Whether they like the same music. You remember that? You know, I was thinking about this the other day because I thought to myself, it was weird. I was brushing my teeth, you know, which I do about once a week. Yeah, and, sure. As you do. And, I mean, uh, I think that's a little much, but whatever. It, <laughs> I was brushing my teeth and I was just thinking I was standing I mean, I only brush, I, I brush mine like every three weeks and I, I get bloody gums every time. I mean, can you I, imagine what would happen if I brushed every well, day just, no, or no, at least once a week? You're just letting the cancer out. Or, or letting the plaque the weed, in to the kill weed, the cancer. We know the plaque <laughs> and cancer. Like that's why. Yeah, that's right. You ever you ever meet um, any dentists yeah. who are so studying? Right in the water is going to make you gay. Yeah, you ever meet <laughs> any dentists who are studying cancer? No. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. I got this new anti joke I do at work now too. Real quick, because the way you said that, I was like, I got this new anti joke I do at work. I go, I go, hey, so and so, has anybody told you you're doing a great job today? And they're like, no, and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I was brushing my teeth. That's my, and I, I keep nailing people with it. And it's like you you, you would have thought word would have spread. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm roasted again. No, you think they would be like, yeah, you were the last one. What's up? Yeah. Uh, Everybody but you. That's right. Uh, brushing my teeth, and I thought to myself, um, well, I was thinking. I started. Here's here's the train of thought. I started with, I really, I was thinking about how much I love my wife. 
and how much just I really seriously. And I was just kind of like, I, I don't remember if something happened or, or she said something or we had a good, just a day where we got to see each other or something. I really don't remember when it was, but I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I really, uh, I really love my wife. And I was like, you know, it's, it's great. And, and I was thinking about the things that we're into and how I've kind of taken on this eBay thing. And, you know, it's like yeah. my hobby and you know what I want to do. And I've got these, this goal I want to save for and all this stuff. And, and, and I thought to myself, I was like, I'm not really into, you know, what my wife's into, mm-hmm. you know, not in a bad way, not in yeah. it's garbage, you know, but in a, in a, in a way of just, I was like, eh, it's tough for me to get on board with some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, in, in the way that she does, mm-hmm. to say the least. Like musicals and. Exactly. You know, it's just, you know, nothing gets my blood pumping slower than mm-hmm. saying, do you want to go to a musical? It's just, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you can get me to go, once I get there, my wife knows this, once I get there, I'll, I'll find redeemable part. You. Exactly. Yeah. A couple, two drink minimum for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they say it's for comedy clubs for me. It's at musicals. But <laughs> uh, I'll typically enjoy myself, right? Or find something or be like, oh, I like that song or I didn't like this or that character was an a-hole. You know, I always have something yeah. out of it. I'm not just bored to tears. Um, and so, but I was thinking about that and I was like, yeah, I don't really get into it the way she does. I, I, I can't, I don't envision putting a show together like that. I don't envision yeah. the rehearsals. I don't, to me, it just seems truly, frankly, I sit back a lot of times and I think she's putting an ass load of work in for very little financial return, mm-hmm. financial return. Yeah. You know, and then, but she tells me, you know, what she sees and what she likes and the things that she gets out of it that are so much more than financial return, right? And I don't have a lot. I'm more driven by, well, did I make a buck or not? Bottom line, sure, because you're a man, you got to make money. Right. Yeah. But I was thinking about it, and then I was like, was it like that when we were dating? And I was thinking, and so when we were dating, I introduced her to the office, Mm -hmm. which we both have a love for, still have a love for. The other night, we went and got... um, um. I went and got Dairy Queen, and we sat and ate ice cream, and I just put the office on, and it was just great. You know, the office was on, and we just watched it, and we both enjoyed it. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I gave her the office, but like, what did what did she give me? What did I give her? And I was thinking, because it's like almost nine years now, or it is nine years, or whatever. And I was thinking back, and I was like, where were we in, those, in that moment? Like, mm-hmm. what, what did... Because I was trying to think, were there times where I was like... Oh, you know, she really likes, I don't know, the supertones and so do I. And 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 there there weren't mm-hmm. really. I mean, we both kind of liked Skillet, I, me much more so at the time. Yeah. Um and But and, she uh, knows music, so she knows it's terrible. No, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, she liked Skillet too a little bit, but then, you know, I had that much more um that's kind of faded for me. I can't remember the last time I listened to Skillet. But anyways, um and I was thinking and then I, I got on the final thought of sort of the train and I was like it is so weird to me that people base their relationships off of do you like the same cultural things as I do? And I was I was just brushing my teeth and I'm yes, thinking just wrote them on my notepad. Music is a marker for compatibility, as you've been talking. Exactly. And I don't I don't know I don't like or pop culture is a marker for compatibility. And that is the worst marker. Absolutely. Yet for some reason Because as- you have to realize and I speak to people who may be staring down the barrel of a long term relationship or thinking whether they want to stay with somebody or whatever, like you I, I guess for some people and looking back, I don't feel that it ever was for me. But you never I don't know. If you're in a moment where you think, gosh, she hates action movies or whatever sure. it is yeah. and I love them if you think I won't be able to build a relationship based on that mm-hmm. then you are not the type of person who deserves to or should be in a long term stable sure. relationship sure I mean that 
because because you know and looking over i mean we just celebrated five years married anniversary you know and it's like i don't know it wasn't built on skillet yeah or, or, or even the office, which we do both share and love. You know, like it's it just—I don't know. You know, there's no. It was built on shared values. Well, and I remember, I remember, and I think I've t- talked about this moment on the show before, and then I'll let you get back into it here. But um, I think I remember. I mean, you're making some of my points for me <laughs> as you go. Um, I uh, I remember the moment that I fell in love with her. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before. I think I've talked to you about it before. Yeah, but I How remember the moment. <laughs> so naked. So Huge. When you're a I mean, star, I mean, I mean, you can thinly. Okay, you can you can do anything you want. Grab him by the pussy. Um, no, I remember the moment I fell in love with her. Truly, the the the, the precise moment that I thought to myself, I must pursue this and I must marry this person. Mm. Have I told you this in our history probably, of being probably, people? But but you're barely sober, so um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be rude. Um. I was sitting actually at a table much like this. It was a round table, um, kind of a card table. It was a little shorter than this, but it didn't have these high chairs. But I was in actually a, a dining room area much like this in my apartment down there at Crestview. And I was sitting there, and it was late. It was very late. It was probably 3 a.m., 2, 3 a.m. And at that time, we were going back and forth with very long messages, um, letters really, if you will. They were digital, but they were letters on Facebook Messenger. That was when Facebook, I think, was really kind of pushing off the messenger thing and and that whole thing. And I uh, we were going back and forth, and I remember just kind of digging into her brain, really. And and she was talking about how she views things and how she views certain things with her parents and where she's at with those things mm-hmm. and where she's come from. And some of those things were realizations I had already had. Many of those I was considering and things like that. And I just, I was just like. This this is a person that I can completely get on board with who they are. Yeah. Not what they like, but who they are. Mm-hmm. Now there's there, a clear distinction there. Exactly. And and of course in the beginning there was plenty of, you know, do you like this? Do you want to go see that? We went yeah. to see The Dark Knight. You know, I mean there yeah. there were things that we enjoyed and did together now, that did were you cultural get in nature. Did you get shot when you went to go see The Dark Knight? No. Okay, so you're good. Yeah, okay. it was a great great experience. Right, Tremendous. Cool. Um yeah, but there and and there really is a distinction. And like I said, anybody who thinks that that maybe that is is the thing, I mean, it can be. It can certainly be a jumping off point, a springboard for. I like this band. Oh, so do I. Why do you like them? Well, this song really did this for me in this time, or it really says that to me, or I think this artist is different than a lot of people think, or whatever. Like those type of conversations, mm-hmm. I'm I'm two thumbs way up. Take take that and run with it, because that's how you find out who people really are, right? Um, you know, because if you listen to Kanye West and I listen to Kanye West, like I know why you listen to Kanye West and I know why I listen to Kanye West and I know the conversation that we're gonna have about Kanye's next album. Yeah, right. And so I know that we're the same person based on that. We're listening for the Masonic memes. But- yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeezy, Yeezy, what's good? You know what I mean? So maybe it's kind of a poopy example, but if you're gonna use that as a springboard into, yeah, let me find out who you are then by all means. Mm-hmm. But just because I like that movie, I hated it. Eh, this won't work. No, you won't work. Yeah. It's powerful. So, so taste, your taste in things mm-hmm. as a marker for your values instead of your, your values themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your, your virtues by themselves, your character by itself. What we've, what we've done now is we've taken your tastes 
And because society has become so segmented in the past 40 years, with especially with the explosion in, of genre, right. of pop culture. Okay, so superhero movies and dramas and actions and rap music and hip-hop and pop and classical, right? So if you want to attract a certain type of mate, right, you want to go for a smart girl, you want to get a smart girl, well, you better pretend like you like classical music. Right. Okay? That sort of meme. Mm-hmm. Okay? <coughs> And we, we've we've replaced the value driven uh, mate selection with taste driven mate selection. Uh, what are your tastes and things? Do you like hip hop? Do you like pop music? Do you like this? Do you like that? What? Uh, how do you pass your how, how do you pass your time? Right. How do you entertain this whole yourself? Netflix and chill idea. Yeah. Yeah. So so basing a, a potential mates or who, mate who am I kidding? But dating a potential fuck. I'm sorry. Dating a potential lay, okay, right? A potential sexual partner on uh, the value of whether or not they like the same things as you, as opposed to whether or not they have the same character, they have the same morals as you, they have similar life goals, or they're a person who 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 at least matches your energy in some way, as opposed to being somebody as opposed to looking at. at at what they like and what they value, but but it's it's a it's it's bigger than that, and it's come out of this idea as we become so segmented in society that that your value as a person is nothing more than the sum of of what your sen- of your sensory input. Right. Your value as a person is nothing more, or your sensory output is nothing more than a collection of what you've taken in and what you've put out, what you've taken in through your eyes and ears. And what you've put out through your mouth. And that that is the collection and summation of you. And it's the image you project. Rather than you as a person, right? It is the image and your avatar that you're projecting. Not you, but it's your Nintendo Wii. Or your Nintendo Me, right? You make the little avatar when you get the Nintendo Wii. And then he represents you throughout the game to other players. You do the same thing on Xbox, Okay. You know, you do the same thing on the internet, and you have a picture and an avatar, right? On those old message boards back when we were kids, you have your picture, and your picture would say things about you. And then in the and in, in in your your signature at the bottom would have fourteen different right quotes right. that would sum up who you were, and that would give context to your edge, right? Whatever it was you're saying, right? You know, on those stupid message boards back. You know in what mine always was? Was sick that? fist pocket parabellum. It was the quote that the Punisher always said. It was uh, in Latin. If you want peace, prepare for war. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's deep, man. Yeah. You Frank know, Castle. Yeah, you're super smart. You know Latin. Look for my work. Yeah. In the newspaper every day. <laughs> what section? Obituaries. Obituaries. Frank Castle. That's, that's the undersung Marvel hero. I'm tired of all this Marvel Cinematic Universe crap. Uh-huh. Ant-Man and shit. What's going on here? Frank Castle. Make more Frank Castle. Okay? More Punishers. More Frank Castle. God. Best hero you guys have ever had, and you're squandering it on, what, a 14th Spider-Man film? That's uh, Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But like, back to the major point, okay? Right, as, major point. More Frank Castle. <laughs> your, your value as a person being the summation... Of, of your sensory input and output. Right. Okay, rather than in something intrinsic to you. Right. Now... And an animal is nothing more than than the valuation of their sensory input and output. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. 
but not a person, not a soul. Okay, that's a distinction. So when you're looking at another person, do you think animals don't have souls? For life, uh, no. I love that about you. No. I this, see. This is what I mean by mm. a relationship. I, I know that I like you more because you believe that animals don't have souls. Now I think they have a spirit. Oh God. Okay. All right. Just like a tree would have. Everything is literal, symbolic. In in scripture, it makes it very clear. Everything, everything is both literal and symbolic. Don't be rude. So everything must have a, a a physical body and a spiritual body, but soul, a consciousness, the spark of God that makes you a unique consciousness and individual, a unique creative force in the universe and in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, animals don't have that. Therefore, I would say <laughs> an animal does not have a soul. Anyway, uh, animals have sensory input and output, and they're the summation of that sensory input and output, okay? Mm-hmm. But the, what makes man distinct is that he is not. There is a spark within him. There is some sort of value and virtue and understanding a, a deep wisdom a, a, a something that permeates beyond reality okay right beyond perceived reality and imperceived reality um and that is the that is the true center of that person so you're what you're doing now in your marriage is finding that true center of meredith okay mm-hmm. in your mate mm-hmm. and that's what we're all supposed to be doing but when you when you start with a summation of your sensory input and output, what you pass your time with, what you entertain yourself with, as a marker for choosing compatibility, you've 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 instantly made everything superficial. Yep. So, and 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 what you it goes back into another thing which we've talked on this program before about, which is defining yourself by your interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, saying I'm this type of person because I like Eminem mm-hmm. and I like Fifty Cent and I wear uh, Rocket Brand uh, <laughs> uh, clothes. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, I define myself by the fact that I like uh, uh, Sarah Brightman uh-huh. and I donate to PBS uh-huh. and I voted for Ralph Nader. Right. Okay. Like, so that's how you're defining yourself by these, these, these external forces rather than internal forces of yourself. Right. And what it means is that you're searching all around the world for things that define Another you. Another definition of yourself. So that you can understand yourself through out, out, outside definitions and outside interests defining you rather than looking inward for a definition that defines you apart from the Through physical world. something like a psychedelic initiation, for example. Or just introspection, just mindfulness, just meditation, just understanding deeply what you believe in and what you believe to be true and, and adhering to those values and those, those characters and those principles um, regardless of what outside influences may say ab- about those ideas. Right. So the idea that you're pro-life and you believe in God, even though everything uh, in the culture says God is dead and it's a fetus. Right. Okay. Well, there were two movies that said God's not dead, man. Kevin Sorbo, who's the greatest living actor of our generation, was in both of them. And uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. We, we, we saw, what was it? What was the trailer for? Bill O'Reilly was playing it. I don't know. Some now did and he had Franklin Graham. Did Franklin Graham is this a Franklin Graham movie or is this just or was yeah. he just championing it? Franklin Graham. I didn't even know it was Franklin Graham. Uh, if it was Franklin Graham, then it's definitely that's the guy a, I said looked like Tuttle. Then Don't you remember? Then it's definitely a CIA op. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Billy Graham was. Well, there's was, some movie about I don't know poor people in Haiti or whatever. I think it was something to do with Haiti. Yeah, yeah. We know we know or all Ebola. How, we Ebola? know all about how <laughs> how know. how the media takes care of people in Haiti. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, built build six buildings and got two billion dollars in right. donations. Exactly. Built um, six billions. 
Six buildings. Six, six billions. That's the, no. They literally got two billion. The Red Cross got two billion dollars, built six buildings in Haiti, and said, and "We're GFO, good." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you're brown. Uh, I'm sorry, we got black people to give this money to. They're right. still in the Superdome. Right. It's been seven years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure what we're doing right now isn't so much make sure they have food and shelter as so much as cleaning up remains. <laughs> That was the Red Cross's attitude towards that whole situation. Right. Um, Red Cross, give me a break. <laughs> no, he was on O'Reilly talking about, I don't know, whatever. And I just remarked, because they played the trailer, and I was like, I was like, Christian, stop making movies. It hasn't worked out. Yeah. You put your best foot forward. We can all admit that. Mm-hmm. You've had several attempts. Uh, but it ain't going to work. Yeah. It ain't going to work, Kirk Cameron. Go home. <laughs> like, uh, And then I told you, I was like, uh, and then you were like, you were like, checkmate atheist, there's God's not dead too. And and, <laughs> and I, I was telling you, I was, which is true, uh, my mom asked me like on six separate occasions in text and in person if I was going to go see this. She's like, are you going to go see this? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go see God's not dead too? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, didn't see the first one. Well, they give it away right in the title. Like, That's right. Maybe keep me guessing. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Like, like maybe maybe the title of the movie should be God's Dead? <laughs> question mark? Right. <laughs> like, then maybe I'd be like, oh, in the oh, final five minutes, right. you find out, like... Oh, wait, God's not dead. God right. isn't dead. Right. You know? Like, maybe... like the, then first, the first one is... No, 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 second no. one's called God's Not Dead, or is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> God faces another nemesis for round two. God's Not Dead 4. God on vacation. Catch him, <laughs> catch him in sunny San exactly. Diego. Uh, uh, no, but like the, the God's suddenly not, they're produced by Michael Bay. Yeah, God's God's Not Dead opens up with a, a, just a, a, a shot of heaven That's going right. in through the pearly gates. The pearly gates open, uh-huh. angelic voices. Uh-huh. Okay, you start going down streets of gold, and you're looking, and you're looking, and you get to the throne room of God. It opens up, empty throne, <laughs> and then it's like God's not dead? Question mark. That's, That's right. the title. There's the trailer. Yeah, and then yeah, it, and then it just you go down the streets of New York, just some you know average dude kicking a can down the street, and he right. doesn't think you know. <laughs> and he he goes into his apartment. He the whole walk up shows him just being an average New York dude. Goes into his apartment. Who's there? God chilling on his couch. That's right. <laughs> God got tired of heaven. That's right. And the whole movie, he has to like try to get God back to heaven. That's it's right. It's basically get him to the Greek. That's <laughs> but instead of Russell Brand, it's God. And instead of Jonah Hill, it's just Jonah Hill again. That's right. Jonah Hill is God, and God's not dead. Three. No, we'll Jonah Hill back. is Jonah Hill. Yeah, oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> God as Russell Brand or that's Russell. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you yeah. go. <laughs> that's what it is. That's basically like, that's yeah. God. Not that's God. Not God's not dead. Three. That's we got right. it. That's we got right. The script and right then, now. And then God's not dead. Four is the the he's chilling on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, God takes a vacation. Mm-hmm. In this yeah. one, Kevin Sorbo still plays the angry professor, uh-huh. but he's Jonah Hill's angry professor. Yeah, and like, <laughs> uh, uh, and then and then to spark it off at the end of God's Not Dead Four, when he's on the beach the whole time and he's mm-hmm. just palling around, it's sort of like a Spring Breakers, exactly um, that type of vibe. You know, maybe some side boob, but nothing too crazy. Well, you don't want to show any nip. And then at the very end, um, leave um, that for the unrated. God's God. on the beach. And he he's walking down the beach, and you, you hear that iPhone t- you know text tone, and then he he pulls out his iPhone because God of course has an mm-hmm. iPhone, and he pulls out his iPhone and he looks at his iPhone, and he sees there's several headlines from you know like the CNN app or whatever it is about what's been going on in the world because he was on vacation, and he realizes oh shit I have to go back and be God again. For guys, not we can put that one in the in the in the. We'll work on it. We'll we'll workshop that idea. There you go. We'll we'll focus group it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We'll see. We won't. We're just gonna cut it from the film. <laughs> it's a perfect ending scene.
So that's why people think you're a dick. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's why people think you're an energy va- vampire. No, because maybe I'd be nicer on be, cocaine. Beca- be, because because hear, hear me out on this, okay? What you do, per- perceive. I'm sure, Alex has. Some. You're, you're very blunt. Okay, yeah. With it. Yeah. Alex comes here for the weed. He's not here for the coke. Yeah. Uh, you're very blunt about. Alex easily about see things Alex like be a cocaine. About a things cocaine. like that. Okay. About. Uh, oh well, football's stupid, right? Yeah. All sports are made up. Because it's rigged, things I'm very blunt about the like, things that affect me. Well, not affect me because it doesn't affect me. But the, the the things that I perceive, like I look around me and I'm like, boy, man, I know some great people, great mm-hmm. people, terrific, <laughs> you know, really good people. Yeah. That that I, as I look at it, I'm like, how could you, who we've had great conversations with, I I, I know your brain, I know you're a smart, intelligent person, be into watching sports. And 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 so there is an element of anger to it where I take it to, mm, how can you be so stupid? Sure, you know. And then that's probably when I come across as a dick because it's like, at that point, you know, like I said, I'm pissed. Because if you're, if, if, I mean, I know people are into sports. I know people have season tickets. You know, uh, uh, while sports is going on this summer, I'll be going out in St. Louis, out and about, and I'll see people in sports gear all the time. Great yeah. for them. Yeah, I don't care. But when my friends are like, "Oh yeah, did you get this game, get this game," I'm like, "How can you be into this? Like you, <laughs> I've told you before why I like the Cardinals so much, right? Okay, right. It has more to do with my family and the fact that mm-hmm. you know, family's been Cardinal fans for so long. Memories of my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, memories at the stadium itself, the Bush, uh, Bush two, not Bush three. Um, but <laughs> how many Bush stadiums are there now? This is the third. Um, no, it's not. The first one wasn't Bush Stadium. The first was Sportsman Park. And then for the Cardinals? To, yeah, and then it was Bush Stadium. Which was the circle. Then it was Bush 2. No, the circle was Bush 1. The circle with the arches. That was Bush 1. Right. From the so 1960s. this is Bush 2 that we have right now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so there's no Bush I refer, 3. I refer to it as Bush 3, though, because it is the third iteration of the Cardinals Stadium. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So what? Uh, yeah, that it's was technically Bush meant, two, but I it's the third iteration. By name, of the, the third Bush Stadium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> why there, why there, would you get into an argument over the semantics? There are of that? reasons for me to like baseball. Yeah. However, in the past ten years, my my passion for baseball has waned to the extremely low. Nothing can make me happier. I well. Okay, so last last year I maybe watched a dozen, two dozen games. Over the course of the season, okay, so yeah, maybe maybe fifteen percent of the games. Uh, usually, using it as an excuse to just sit on the couch and drink beer, okay. As I think a good portion of the people that go to the games do exactly. Okay, yeah. it's a way to kill the time. You add some alcohol, all of a sudden it's a party, and you're having a good time, wasting time. Uh-huh. Okay, there's girls there, so it's 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 something that I've been become less impassioned with. Over the years, as I've gotten older, specifically as I've learned more about the context of things like cheating in sports, like the steroid scandal of the 90s, okay, Mm -hmm. and the early 2000s, like the fact that it's all rigged. It's all rigged for ratings and sponsors. There's nothing clearer than that when they took that that 2008 Oakland Athletics team, absolutely, absolutely demolished it and gutted it and gave all the best parts to the Chicago Cubs – that took the front office and gave it to the Cubs and said, "Here you go, uh, build build an no build a build a world championship team." And then all of a sudden, the Cubs for like two solid years started getting these these trade deals 
where they were giving away veterans who were going to retire, who were at the end of their prime, and they were getting prime top prospects for it, like the best prospects in baseball for peanuts, for people who were crippled, basically. Right. I mean, totally one-sided trades to the Chicago Cubs. The 2016 Chicago Cubs were engineered as far back as 2008 to specifically win a World Series. Yeah. Like this, well, maybe they was, knew the country would need something was, to follow because of the presidential election. Well, it was set up to give the Cubs to manufacture a World Series on purpose. Major League Baseball is, I can't prove it, but ma- but but there's so much circumstantial evidence there. Major League Baseball is complicit, and they're, the, the only reason why the Cubs have a World Championship in 2016 is because Major League Baseball gave them every single advantage over every single other Major League Baseball club in 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 the country. To to specifically to win, it was fixed from the get go. And and but you know I'll, I'll still enjoy baseball. So what? Uh, it can be a fun time. It can be a fun way to pass the time. But uh, there's no passion there. I have no passion for the game. Yeah. It's it's I'm a Cardinals fan. Maybe uh, hopefully my nephews and my niece will be Cardinals fan. If I have kids, hopefully they'll be Cardinals fan, and it'll be a family thing. But it's not. It's and it, it's proximity too. I live in St. Louis. Right. St. Louis area. Right. So, uh, that aside, okay, baseball <laughs> aside, what I want to say up to you of the whole energy vampire thing is <laughs> ab- about you specifically is that you are blunt and straightforward and you do not cushion your blows. When you, when you say, yeah. when you see something you don't like, you say it and you don't soften those blows. And because of what we've been talking about, this whole subject now that we've unraveled about how. People look at markers of their interests as valuations of themselves. What you've done is saying baseball is stupid or football is stupid or period pieces are stupid, okay, mm-hmm. or musicals are stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, not all of them. Master and Commander is a fantastic right. movie. Yeah. Uh, That's one of the greatest films, Matt. And I'm telling you, man, there are like, I can name a half a dozen other films that you would have that same feeling to nope. if you would just give them the chance. I mean, Braveheart, okay? Last of the Mohicans, okay? The Patriot, okay? Mel Gibson takes a flag, an American flag, on a spear and shoves it through a guy's chest and it pops out the other side and Old Glory's waving, okay? He takes up, he impales a British soldier, okay? <laughs> on, on an uh, American flag and then the British soldier becomes the flag stand that the flag sticks out of <laughs> at the very end of the movie. I mean, come on! It's 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 okay. Uh, you have to get over the period piece thing because there's so many awesome, awesome like man period piece movies. Anyway, that aside, okay, you're very you're very blunt with no, I don't like that. So you don't sh- don't soft, have time for it. You don't sh- yeah. soften that blow, right? And so people instantly think that think that you are I'm attacking them personally, right? When I know you have no intention to attack me personally because I I'm watching baseball or you uh, you I come in you come in the apartment and it's happened because Vikings is Wednesday nights mm-hmm. you come in the apartment to record the podcast and I'm watching Vikings yeah and you're like it's so piece. stupid yeah you know even though it's like you know like manly men and like r- bodice ripping and like just violence gore <laughs> you know. Even though it's 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 I got no space for it. I can go slightly in the future though, as you saw, because remember when we finished out, we watched uh, what you call them the other night, or finished out the end of. Uh, well, technically, the office is a period piece. They the do book jump. Of Eli? They do jump. Oh, yeah. That's slightly in the future. I mean, that's post-apocalyptic, futuristic. Yeah, I think that's our. I think that's our twenty twenty timeline I, at this point. Well, I would. Be, that's sci-fi. God. 
It's no, because there were no there were no creatures. There was no extraterrestrial. It be science. It's science fiction, right? So there has to be robots or something. No, no. Yes, it does. It could be a site. Uh, how do we get? How do we get nu- nu- nuclear weapons? Maybe there was. A but nu- we have those, war. so it's not science fiction. But maybe there's a nuclear war, point. and you're using science science to as a basis, i.e., nuclear technology as a basis for a plot point. Therefore, sci-fi. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Mm. Just another awful Boom. period piece. Roasted. Anyway, but that—that's the whole point of why you're you. You seem to be an energy vampire. Okay. Why? Uh, I mean, I am. I'm sure. I'm sure. I am. I'm sure, ti- I am. Well, I know my wife has felt that way sometimes yeah. before. I am super tired on Thursdays. Like just all day, just super tired. <laughs> I do get a pretty good night's sleep Wednesday night, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but that's. I think that's why you come off that way is because. When it comes to the other people's opinions about things, which is how people value themselves, their opinion on stuff. Right. Um, as opposed to their character and their morals. But the narcissistic side of me would say, well, I'm better because I'm above that. Yes, but... Because I'm also open to criticism of, of things I'm into. I would welcome someone to challenge the things I'm into with the same criticisms that I make for the things that they're into. Yeah. Because I have, it's not that I don't like sports, it's that I have a laundry list of reasons why it's stupid to watch sports, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. if you have that about what I'm doing or what I'm into, I welcome your attack. Okay. And none have succeeded. Okay, the stock market is a giant Ponzi scheme. No, it's fun and you make money. No, the giant, listen to my thought. The giant. The, the stock market is a money. giant Ponzi scheme, money, in which a very money. few people at the top money. who control, the, who have enough money to control the market, money. throw their money around in order to fleece the people at the very bottom who are putting pennies and dollars into the system. They, they, the the top one percent at the bottom throw their money around enough to manipulate the market in such a way, or their capital around enough to manipulate the market in such a way, so that the people at the very bottom who are putting their pensions. And their their uh, their savings into the stock market end up getting screwed in the long term. We see that in the fact that since the the Great Depression, since the crash of 1929, the stock market has been nothing but bursts and bubbles, bursts and bubbles, bursts and bubbles. Okay, it's not steadily rising with GDP. There are no markers of uh, of of um um. Uh, what am I thinking of? Of resources in which it steadily rises. It is is simply a, a system of bursts and bubbles in which the people at the top on the bursts end up getting the money, and the people at the top when it bubbles, money end up making the most money. Money. And it, the whole thing is a Ponzi scheme set up money. to take the money of people like you in the long term. Well, see, here's the issue, though. I have one point that throws all that out. Sure. Okay. Money. money. Wrong. You mean money, the made-up system, so that the people at the top well, exactly. can keep the power? Yeah, exactly. I still want to make as much as I can. You, you mean you mean money, cash? Matt. You mean cash? Money. The ultimate Ponzi scheme, as opposed to having resources, mm-hmm. tangibles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Okay. See, but you're but you're a hypocrite if you're going to make that argument because I don't see you with storehouses of iron ore. Well, dickhead. Storehouses of iron ore are completely irrelevant. Like, I don't need iron ore today. Not iron workers. Money. Jeez. <laughs> You're the worst. Anyway, turn that trash off. <laughs> 
So that's why people. Those and, were some great points, and, though, and about be, that being but, a Ponzi scheme. I just do have one counterpoint: money. Okay. So, so what? What we've money. <sighs> and then when other people try to make points, you trivialize trivialize it by making jokes. No, I'm not. But I'm not making a joke. To I'm the making... point of to be of being dismissive. Well, of see, you, you say and joke, I say better point. So, sure. What was that point you made again? Money. Mm. <laughs> you sound you sound like the average Joe standing on the street corner selling crack. Well, yeah, and and yeah, and you know what the average Joe who sells crack has at the end of the day? He's got to get by. Money. An arrest record. <laughs> well, that too. But I, I make my money honestly. So, so the fact that you it's, it's, you don't stock market, you don't soften that blow. See, people would be, put up with the criticism, but you'd have to soften the blow a little bit. Well, I, I can see why you might enjoy that, but honestly, professional sports are fixed. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's a great way to pass the time and have fun with friends, but come on, like football is fixed, basketball mm-hmm. is fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's fixed a bunch of inner city black kids' lives. <laughs> if fixed, you mean by by giving, uh, you mean by giving like one percent of one percent of them any money at all, and then slowly right. leech, uh, slowly leeching that money away from them through uh, through a series of bad financial investment investments. I mean, like like there's a reason why there's only like six basketball players who still have money. Like it's Magic Johnson and like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and what did they do? They after they retired, they 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 hawked the hell out of stuff. Like they were Neosporin, okay, right. Nike, okay. Hanes. Yeah, exactly. Like they made their money from that because they were poor inner city kids who didn't know how to balance a checkbook, and all of a sudden they were given ten million dollars and all the pussy they could eat. <laughs> that's true. Black people don't eat pussy. Um, <laughs> but, do they not? No, they don't. That's a shame. Yeah, I know. It's, I've always had a fantastic time doing it. Yeah. Well, money. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so you've you've taken that that poor that poor black kid who doesn't know anything about finance or anything about controlling large sums of money, right? And you give them this opportunity, and yeah, they 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 squander it all. Yeah, don't say. And that happens with football players. It happens with baseball players. It yeah. happens with. I mean, did their dads not teach them, uh, <laughs> you know, how to handle money or how to save money or dads? Yeah. Like their fathers, um, you know, do they not teach them how to save money or, or you like use a checkbook or, I mean, it's kind of hard to, to teach your son how to balance a checkbook when you're in the federal pen- federal penitentiary, <laughs> but don't be rude. I imagine like maybe like writing letters. Uh, know? yeah, exactly. How to balance a checkbook, son. Yeah. I mean, Common Core will take care of all that. You know, that's right. It yeah, takes I'm a village to fix that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever, whatever can at least slow down. I mean, don't take it down, but whatever will at least slow down the school to prison, the school to prison pipeline, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, shall we talk about the last thing? There, the the big um, internet privacy bill. Sure, why not? All right, uh, you want to you want to give us a rundown? What is? It, it, are there? Here's my question. I don't know if you have the answer, but here's my question. <laughs> Are there more specifics to it other than the headlines that I've seen and excuse me and the stuff that I've seen posted uh, where it's, a lot of it's any ISP can sell any of your data whenever they want cuz that seems like it's... and I'm not advocating for the bill but 
Yeah. That can't be it, right? It's not like your Come on. your your name and personal right? <laughs> private information. So it's not banking information. It or can't, social security or it, something. It can't be any personal information. Okay. Now, what defines personal? Yeah, it's raining outside. Yeah. Now, what defines personal information? Okay, that's the real stick. Is because they say it's not personal information; it's metadata. Well, what defines? Which you know, they said the same thing about NSA spying. Right. We know what that is. Um, well, that was a that was. But see, see, that's that. There's a little bit of the difference. And again, I don't want to play a devil's advocate for the bill, but the NSA when they say. We're going to collect metadata. Like what basically what Snowden said is, well, that's a flat out lie. Yeah, that's straight up not true. But in this Which case, is going to be if the, they are, it's going to be the same instance okay. in this case. It, it, it is. It's, it's going to be right because we all know that the government lies to us about everything. Well, so you if know. the government's saying it, no, it's no, it's totally not going to be like your yeah. bank account or yeah. like your yeah. your personal information. Yeah. No, it's going we to, to be We totally will not use government funds to, to fund Iran-Contra. Yeah. And it's not like they're going to be selling your bank account information or your social security number to, like, you know, Nigerian princes. princes right. You know, they're probably going to be your giving your social His security. His father ran the freaking country. You're, they'll probably give your give your social security number to immigrants. But right. um, uh, so what it what it does is is it's supposed to be just metadata, not proprietary data. So not data that's specific to you as an individual. Okay. I personally identify identifying you right. as an individual right. okay, through address, phone number, social security, that Things sort of that thing. Things that are immediately tied to you. Okay. Now, and this is for the purpose of advertising, right? Yes, but it's supposed to be metadata. It's the websites you visit, okay, what you order off Amazon. Not like, you know, your credit card's hooked up to Amazon. Right. Just what you've ordered off Amazon. What you're looking, what you know, the pages you visited, the things you 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 look at, right? Um, it's it's a it's a list of things you frequent on the internet. I'm so not trying that, to be rude, but do we not already do that? <coughs> like I'm I'm, I'm being that, totally serious. Like I thought that we was do that with meta- totally common practice. We do that with metadata now, okay? Uh huh. Like looking at at at, at um, uh, demographics and stuff like that. But what we don't do is, uh, and well, we we do do this. Through illegal spying that the NSA does, uh, but but what it hasn't it hasn't gone full blown out is the target of advertising to you specifically. So your TV is listening to you have a conversation about Gatorade, mm-hmm. and you see Gatorade ads, right, all day. But like, see, or, or or so so the 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 the. Well, let's let's dial back that example. The, the the TV hears you saying how much you like Gatorade, and then for the next forty eight hours, every time you want turn on the television, there's a Powerade commercial on. See, where I'm going right, with this, right? Okay, so it's a way to either change your mind about what you like using targeted advertising, or uh, reinforce what you like through target, targeted advertising, right? And as a way to anticipate what you want. So that when you think to yourself, man, I could really go for a cheesesteak, all of a sudden Penn Station pops up. Right. Um, but see, I'll give you an example. So I get on I get on eBay all the time because I'm doing this buying and selling and stuff. And if I look at specific specific entries, specific mm-hmm. listings of specific products, um, I will uh, – and I pop back over to Facebook. I will get a targeted ad from eBay on Facebook that says um, – See if I can actually get it to pull up here because it's it's pretty common. I've been getting it the last couple of days. 
Um, and it'll, it'll basically say continue where you left off and it will show those specific products mm-hmm. as options to buy. But r- buy. right now that's just Google being connected to everything, seeing your searches on your phone and then putting things into your phone through a different program or a different app right. that's targeting. So it's the apps working together and it's Google working across well, it's multiple platforms and Facebook pulling data from eBay. Via a plugin on their site. Yeah, yeah. That'd be my guess. So that's what. So that's what's happening with that. Okay. Um, but with this, it's conversations you have around your devices. Right. Okay. It's uh, it's you know you you read an article about um, history about uh, the. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, I did. <laughs> I read an article about, you know, history or whatever. Right. And all of a sudden I'm I'm seeing ads to donate to the Smithsonian Society or right. whatever. Okay. Right. Um but it goes deeper than that because we we know that when they do something and they're telling you about it, they're really doing something that's two steps down the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And so this bill is just damage control for all the other targeted advertising and collecting of metadata that they've already been doing. That they can just when when it eventually the dirt comes out ten years down the road right. of all the it's we had spying right. that we've been do, they've been doing on us now they'll say in ten years well we made it legal right I mean we made it legal after we did it of course but we still made it legal eventually so you you're bitching about something that happened in the past that's legal now right. you know and it play play they play it off and n- no one gets angry about it no one says. Two, two cents about it. So what I'm worried about with this bill isn't what the bill specifically says that it can do. It's this bill is covering the tracks for what the corporations are already doing to us in spying on us, in targeted advertising. In, and it's, it's, it's not so much a tool to give you what you want when you want it, but a tool to shape your ideas and a tool to shape what you believe and uh, a tool to shape what you want, not to fulfill what you want, but to tell you what you want. Um, if uh, you know, if say for instance, I'm on a bunch of conservative websites all the time. You know, I'm going to Breitbart, I'm going to 21st Century Newswire. You know, I'm going to all these um, on on the right. You know, and then I go to Google and I say, "Okay, Google, uh, let's let's research the JFK assassination." All that I would get would be liberal leftists. <laughs> Your phone searching for the JFK assassination. My phone just popped up and, and searched for uh, what's what's research the JFK assassination. Great, thanks Google. <laughs> just a middle finger comes out of your phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, what Google does? I forgot the little train of thought. Fuck you, Google. <laughs> Derailing my thought. Uh, I know you get all the ads from that. Uh, no, yeah. so but instead of instead of showing you, you know, articles from the right wing perspective, it just shows you the left, right? Okay? Or it does the opposite. It doesn't give you the balanced coverage. It just shows you what you already want to believe, and then further entrenches you in your uh, your ideology, your thinking. So you actually never. Are able to change your mind. You thoroughly, you stay thoroughly entrenched in your us versus them false and dichotomy. Sport, whatever, yeah, yeah. It's a bad thing either way, but I, I'm a little lackadaisical on it because, like I said, I, 
my whole thing is that like, well, with the spying that the NSA does, which is far more intrusive if you're strictly talking about personal privacy, mm-hmm. like strictly privacy. And again, not advocating for the bill, not a fan, whatever. But that that to me is the greatest evil against personal privacy. So you have this, and it's kind of like, I mean, I, I don't. It's not that I don't care, but but that's not the worst of it with this bill. Well, the worst of it is, are you going to go into the lobbying and the, and the ISPs that donated to the specific senators? Because I do have that list, and I'm going to post it on our, okay. our Facebook and everything. The worst thing about this is that it monetizes your personal information. Yeah. Not that your ISP can collect the information. Not that corporations and certain brands can use that information to target you in advertising, which that's what they say. They say, well, it's just it's we're it's just your ISP will be able to sell metadata to companies so that those companies can then anticipate your needs. Right. That's not what it's about. It's not about and they marketed this bill and they market they're continue to market it as building better customer service for all companies across the internet. That's wow. Okay. Okay. That's the way it, it's 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 being marketed and sold. What it does is it monetizes your clicks on a very basic level. Very, you know, on it, it monetizes your activity on the internet to somebody. Yeah. Somebody somewhere will pay somebody else somewhere money for that information. For the history of what you do online. And that's that's the rub. That's the greatest crime. It's it's there you you and your interests are being sold as a bundle of data online. So the companies and the government, corporations and the government view the individual not as somebody who has rights guaranteed by the constitution as a citizen but as simply a bundle of data that is can be exploited. Yeah. And that that is the re- the real heart of it and that's why it is so dangerous. We're setting precedent in which um you know uh y- you as a citizen aren't an individual your numbers on a in a column. You're you're your demographic, nothing more. Yeah. To be to be bought and sold. Yeah, and I'm not a fan and it is ridiculous and I guess my final remark would be be interesting. Where do you think Trump's is going to fall? <laughs> Trump's. Where do you think Trump is going to fall on it? I, you think he's just the White House has it? already said that they're going to sign it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there goes your last hope of draining the swamp, everybody. I, like, it wasn't, I, I, I'm so serious. It wasn't, like, it wasn't so Donald, tired of like Donald Trump that, didn't come out and be like, I'm going to sign it, okay? <laughs> the worst impression. He, he, okay, no, listen, I'm going to sign it, all right? That's, I said, I said. That's not all what he sounds like. I said, yeah. Uh, he didn't say he's going to sign it, but the White House press secretary was like, "If it That's hits, deal. if it hits yeah. the president's desk and it's been approved by both Senate and the House, then it 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 will be signed." Hmm. Well, it's a damn shame, and and, it's, and again, it's, it's passed both the Senate and the House. So. Like I said, I think this is I think this is sort of the last straw of the idea that Trump is somehow an outsider or. Somehow going to fight for the people or the little guy or his constituents or or whatever I don't know whatever nonsensical political BS you need to feed yourself at this point. But yeah, go fi- go figure. A billionaire makes a move to get elected to g- gain more power, and he doesn't use it to help the little guy. Uh, wow, it, shocking to me, sir. Shocking. shocking to me, sir. Shocking, good sir. Shocking. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, but that's the last nail in the coffin of that idea. I mean, any, anybody who at any point thought, oh, here's the outsider. Here's the non-politician who's yeah. going to who's gonna get things done for us and, and really change things. Yeah, the, you, you can kiss that goodbye. Yeah. For me, for me, as soon was, as his pen touches that paper on this bill. For me, as far as I'm concerned. it was when Donald Trump hired the exact same people, ex-Goldman Sachs people, that Hillary Clinton was going to hire for his White House. Yeah. That was nail in the coffin for me. Like, Yeah, it's another big I, one. I had hope. And yep. I'm, I'm I'm glad our our meme emperor won. That's right. because it was, <laughs> yeah. You, it, you, it was a crazy victory in the meme war. You, you I'll tell you that it, it was okay. The great meme I, war. We, we were on the front lines. We were we really were. Okay, we were in the trenches. In the trenches with the right. other autists. Yep, praying praying uh, in the foxholes. We were yeah. We were throwing tendies back and forth. You know, well, we were right. throwing tendies at the enemy. Yeah, we were hoarding tendies for ourselves. But we were throwing some nasty memes. That's right. Okay, we were hitting those that enemy with dubs trips. Yep. Quads even, okay? <laughs> Triple doubles. That's right when you side. get doubles three times in a row. Anyway, so uh, you and I are both completely pretty jaded with the political system. This you election say that, yeah. for us wasn't about our guy winning yeah, because we didn't have a guy. that and Our guys, we knew we wouldn't, they wouldn't win. That's right. Okay, Johnson and Stein had snowball's chance. Right. It was about spectacle. Now, if only it had been Johnson and Stein. Yeah. Then there would have been a total of five percent. <laughs> it was about spectacle for us. That's right, because it really was, and cla- it, was it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a fight. The great meme war of twenty sixteen. It was a fight between a, a ridiculous clown and a shriveled up. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to, how to how to say it. Like it was, it was just a fight between a clown and a witch and a shrew. You know. <laughs> It's yeah. it's like it's like the crazy cat lady and the and the giant retarded kid yeah. who's thirty years old lives with and your and your silent uncle who bankrolled the whole thing won yeah. Soros yeah but it's it's like the crazy cat lady and yeah. the retarded kid who still wears you know the retarded thirty year old who still wears diapers having a fight that's right that's what it was <laughs> yeah yeah great meme more of twenty sixteen well but but you know Donald Trump uh who needs him who needs that's right who needs him the Jews need him. To advance their agenda, but I won't get into that. But that's none of my business. Sips my tea. That's right. Uh, we need to do another round of Fox News versus Infowars. Right now? No, 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 not now. Okay. Not now. It was just a yeah. It was just a thing to say. <laughs> um, we're 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 it's 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 been a long time on this one. Yeah, I think it's bedtime. Yeah, um, it is. Which is why I was actually looking for some music to leave it on. Um. Yeah, I guess it just about does it. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. You found some uh, music? I, I I have, yeah. Oh. Why, did you have a suggestion? I was thinking. It's not that great. What do you got? Oh. Uh, Look up this song. Okay. If you write Addison equals fag again. Oh, shizzle. All right, what am I looking up? You're going to have to spitball here for a second. Tell people to go to our website and stuff. Okay. All right. So you can find us on Facebook at uh, Give Thought Show. Uh, give that some thought on Twitter at uh, at Give Thought Show. Um, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, you got any questions for the show? Uh, any comments on what you talk? We've talked about. Oh, Nathaniel. Yeah. Uh, any comments on what we talked about? Uh, hit us up. We always like it when people leave comments. Tell us what they thought. Um, we. Uh, you have a thought? You have an idea? We'll talk about it on the next show. Yeah, um, that's true. Any, yeah. Anything, anything we get, we'll talk about it on the next show. Cullen, we didn't get to... What was the one thing we didn't get to from him? Oh, jeez. I know we didn't get to something that he said that we should talk about. 
What was it? What was it? We talked about the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was something else. Oh, here we go. Oh, Elon Musk and his new company. Apparently, uh, 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 real quick. <coughs> apparently, Elon Musk is building a company where you can think and it is input into a computer. I don't. Cool. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I will not be in in doing anything with that company. I, <laughs> I know that. Yeah. But yeah, apparently that's what you described it to me. I I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything. But uh, what Elon Musk needs to do is personally mail me a Tesla. Okay, that's that should be Musk's top priority. Yeah. Okay, sending me a Tesla, uh, and that's all he needs to worry about. Mm. And stop trying to go to space, man. Oh my God, what a waste of time! You can't live out exist. there. It's pointless. It doesn't exist. It's true. It exists. It exists. It exists for us to go out on a on a on a on a, uh, a a dark night and look up into the sky and look at all the stars and think, "Wow, somebody put those all up there for me to enjoy." That entity must love me, and I will love him or her back. That's what that's what the heavens exist for, Matt. Right. Not to not to fly out there and see the vast nothingness. It's a vacuum. Yes. It kills you for a reason. Because because we shouldn't go out. Because there. religion and philosophy is a, is a pursuit of uh, of give and take as opposed to a pursuit of truth. <laughs> Shut my mic off. Cut cut Matt's mic. Uh, we'll have the transhumanist debate next week. Yuck! I look forward to it. Do you have an intro for the song, or should I just no? Let it play? Uh, this is a great song. This is a a song I've been listening to a lot lately. Uh, I, I I really like it. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. I'm on need someone to help me. I'm on need somebody's hand. I'm on need someone to hold me down. I'm on need someone. I'm on a ride and shake my body. I start pulling out my hair. I'm on a cover myself with the ashes of you, and nobody is gonna give a damn. Son of a bitch! This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.